0: To the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. When you do that, you get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD infused, deliciously rich, and potentially life altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Kreisman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. With me, as always, though, technically for the first time, all three of us being in the same room, I think, actually, right? A little too sweet. Michaela Perkins, (laughs) Patrick Lyons in studio discussing a salvaged Colorado Rockies win. They lost the series. We all know that. But who cares? Josh Fuentes, three. San Diego Padres, two. How about that?
1: You'll love to see it. It was not a great series up until 10 minutes (laughs) ago-ish when Josh Fuentes decided to show up, show out get the walk off and uh yeah rocks rocks win a game
0: they they sure did
1: stop a six game lose streak so we love we love to see it
2: <laughs> we just couldn't believe that we're talking about the rockies winning an extra inning game and oh it was so long Yeah, they won in eight in eight <laughs> right
1: they yeah, won in eight
0: extra innings in eight well we're still getting used to that but really you know after game one was just a nightmare of a game that the Rockies were not at all competitive in. Mm -hmm. Really a good day of baseball. Uh, Game two, they had every opportunity to win. They had actually several opportunities to win and didn't end up getting the job done. Uh, But you liked seeing them come through on a day where John Gray maybe wasn't his best, but had some good stuff, kept him in the game. And then as we talk about, anytime you get a walk-off win in your home ballpark, you feel pretty good about yourself. The first in Josh Fuentes's career we know he's been also Patrick kind of eating it at the plate a little bit this year so that also had to feel good for him on an individual level.
2: Yeah, it was his first home run in close to a month. Got his shirt ripped off for watching the the post <laughs> yeah. game here and he is smothered. I mean, he's for for better or worse, you know, he can be the heart and soul of this team in, in a lot of ways. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, he's been been quiet with uh, the emergence of some other guys. Connor Joe coming in. Ryan McMahon getting regular starts there at third base. Alan Trejo getting an opportunity. Garrett Hampson. And he's been forgotten about, but he's not been completely forgotten because he got that opportunity today. The big two-run home run that's taken to the league. That was enough yep. for most of it. Yeah. And need to do a little something extra. And the cousin got it done.
0: Yeah cousin was called one upon of the cousins once again not only was it josh fuentes first home run in about a month Michaela, it was also the rockies first home run in about six games uh so it, yeah. you know they he was due they were due they were due for some offense and uh they got it
1: yeah i mean unfortunately <laughs> the rockies offense has been a little slow to put it in a way that's nicer than. That's right. Miguel has been practicing
0: her, her political <laughs>
1: My political nice correctness. Yeah, yeah, the offense. Oh boy, they need to pick it up a little bit. It's a little slow. It's a little sleepy. The bullpen the pitching hasn't been great, but but it's you know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's 2021 Rockies. The hangover is right. supposed to happen after they leave right. of course,
0: not right. when they come right. back. back. What?
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. Well, and you know what again? So the offense in game one of this set, dreadful, terrible. So bad. No good. They get that first inning run from Tapia without even the benefit of a base hit. He draws a walk. He steals a base. They move him over. They move him in. And they get that. And that was their only run of that game. In the second two games, though, I thought we did see a little more life. They out hit the Padres in the game they lost today. They got nine hits in that game. They didn't get the big one. They had two there with the bases loaded late. Yeah. Ryan Tapia had an opportunity. Didn't come through. Elias Diaz with a 10 pitch at bat. Dumps one into shallow right field. And the series win was right there to be had. Nice catch from Austin Nola. You, you, you tip your cap. But they were that close. Austin Nola, catcher? Catcher? Yeah,
1: catcher say, second uh... baseman? We
2: were all saying in the press <laughs> box, we were like, who got that and I'm like 26 looking at my my scorecard I'm like Austin no the Rockies got Walters they got, they got Walters. out 20 Walters 20 with Walters. their catcher playing second base for the first time since yep. Little League totally. essentially yeah that, that's a rough one but it was exciting <laughs> it was compelling Oh, right? The stadium was alive. Yeah, the stadium was alive. It was very strange if you were there at the ballpark. It kind of emptied out after the first game. Yeah, which was very strange. I don't know if people left and they thought they were going to come back and they said, "Ah, eh. let's go hang out at Lodo. Let's check out the DNVR bar. Probably. Get here for an Avalanche watch party. Could have been something like that." But the one of the most exciting parts, and you tweeted about it. We were there together. We both close to goosebumps. But it was just cool to see the entire Coors Field crowd get behind Connor Joe.
0: I'll I'll even I'll go beyond that. I had full goosebumps. I've been watching baseball games at Coors Field since Coors Field has existed. I was there in '95 when it opened up. I'm that old, Michaela. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, I You're was an younger. embryo. you were an embryo. i was a little younger, right? Uh, I was about nine years old. I would have been. <laughs> and um, I've seen. Look, I've seen a lot of stuff. I was there for the blackout day when they won. Uh, the NLDS Ubaldo Jimenez the whole game I wasn't at the stadium but obviously I watched every second of game 163 in 2007 but there was something about a half empty stadium the first of the day game of a doubleheader, with all of a sudden the winning run out there for a guy who's fought and clawed to get back into Major League Baseball and out of nowhere completely organically Joe. 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 And I was just like, yes, what is this? Inject this into my veins. It gave me shivers. I'm sure it gave Connor Joe shivers.
1: It definitely gave Spencer Smith shivers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: totally. That's his, that's his dude. That is his, his dude. That's his dude. For
1: better I, or for worse. Dare I
2: say he is now he's now surpassed Daniel Murphy. For sixth place, all or fifth place all time, on players who have wore number nine, he's now fifth place ahead
0: of Daniel Murphy. Uh, you know what? I'll take it. <laughs> Put in yeah. the books. You know he was. In addition to that moment, because all he ended up doing was walking there in a big moment, and you're like, I thought if it's a movie or a television show, he hits one in the gap, and the Rockies win because you could feel this place just come alive for this young man who's making, you know, his moment. This is this is his opportunity. Right, we've been talking a lot about opportunity. And I don't know that Connor Joe is going to be much of a thing. We may not talk about him after this. He may be Steven Cardulo, but he may not. We don't know yet. And I, apparently, Michaela, pitcher's afraid to throw this guy a strike because yeah,
1: <laughs> they weren't even getting close to the zone for him. They're pitching all around that. Zone.
0: <laughs> Blake Snell walked him on four.
1: Yep.
0: Got to be careful with Connor Joe. And he's not expanding the strike
2: zone, too, which is something that young or, in this case, just more inexperienced big leaguers are going to do. We've seen McMahon do that a little bit over the last few weeks after his big start. He'll readjust. He'll be fine. But for Joe to immediately come up and just go, well, look, if they don't give me anything to hit... I'm gonna walk down to first base, and that's got a lot of value. You know, Scott Hatterberg was that guy. You know, (laughs) the Oakland Athletics were able to identify that in in Moneyball. Uh, Chris Chris Pratt, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. uh But Star Lord. Star Lord, yeah, Star Lord. You know what? He he had a very high (laughs) (laughs) this. Right, but Scott Hatterberg was the guy that Chris Pratt Pratt was modeled after. Right. Yes, he was the real star he lord, the, that's Scott right.
0: Hatterberg. That's that's 100% right. And Connor
2: Joe's not, not feeling the pressure. He's doing his thing over there on first base. So you know what? That's that's fine. Again, young players can learn from stuff like that. Like, wow, this guy is essentially, this is his first time uh, in the bigs for a long time, right? Yeah, after basically a cup of
0: coffee, as they say. In 2019, yeah. to,
2: to open the season with the Giants, even started on opening day. But you're like, wow, all right, who is this guy? He's very composed, right? Connor Very Joe composed. real American hero <laughs> <laughs> let's make
0: it happen I I I lo- I'm 100 on in on the Connor Joe thing and it may only last for another couple of weeks we really don't know it could last for years but yeah I just I was so into the Joe chant like it because of how organic it was just because I'm not sure the fans knew I can't believe that actually that all the fans there knew who Connor Joe was. They just came together as a community in that moment. They wanted to see this guy succeed. They wanted to see their team get it. And they felt a momentum thing. There was just something in the air about it. So, And yeah. I
2: think it started behind the Padres' dugout.
0: It did. Which is kind of strange. because the third you, base go, line.
2: you go, all right, that's where the Padres fans are going to be. And there was be. a unique
0: and cadence to it like we were doing earlier. Like, there's... There's never been a chant at Coors Field like that. It wasn't prompted by the the scoreboard saying, "Hey, big noise!" or or chant this or doing the clap, 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 clap. So everyone can yell too low. Like it was just the fans going, "Joe, Joe, Joe!" trying to will him to success. More of it, more of it, more Connor Joe. More fans chanting for Connor Joe. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about today that that shouldn't get lost in it and. Let's do an old school thing. Let's pretend like the Rockies have had a competitive season and they're in the middle of it, right? Let's strip everything else away. John Gray. Yep. Look good. Pitching a heck of a ball game. Look good. Out there in the fifth. All of a sudden bases are loaded. Looks like he's losing a little bit, but he hasn't allowed a run yet. He's been fantastic this season. Easily the Rockies' best pitcher. But he takes him out. Three pitches later, grand slam. That's brutal. Uh, what would you think of the move? Well, go ahead, Mikael. Do you, you have thoughts? Uh, I
1: was just going to say, I, I would have left him in. I know a lot of people agree with that. I don't think that was the appropriate time to take him out. So, unfortunately, I, I disagree. I feel like, I mean, I don't know. What, 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 uh, hold on, I'm trying to see. He, what? Uh, Stevenson came in. Yes, yeah. Got behind
2: early, 2 Right. Caratini.
1: Yeah, he walked. Big boom. He walked to, he had an error, right?
2: Oh, and the error behind him with the, the with the error so behind the tra- him. So there's only yeah. one earned run right. uh, given to Gray there. Right.
1: Right. Even so, four- uh, yeah, I mean, it, it seemed like the wheels were falling off the wagon a little bit, but I still think you leave him in in that situation. The Rockies bullpen is imploding. It hasn't been good pretty much all, all season long so far. There, of course, have been a few bright spots in there. Um, some really good performances every now and then by individuals, but for the most part, the bullpen has been the Rockies um, play has been plaguing the Rockies all season long. So um, I know that it might've seemed like the, <laughs> the wheels were starting to fall off John Gray's wagon, but I still think you'd leave him in a little bit longer um, and just see if he can work out of that, that little bit of mess he created, but
2: That's, I'm
1: not a manager. So <laughs> that, that was uh,
2: not anymore. It used to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now that that was kind of our take too. And you go, well, well, why, why would you take him out in a spot like that? So, you know, if, if it goes well for Gray and you leave him in that spot, you go, well, great. That, that's exactly what you want out of him. Yeah. But what if it doesn't go well? What if he does give up bases clearing double? Now you might have lost him for a little bit. And it's a long, long season. Right. Again, it, it's yeah. not a playoff spot. You don't need him to be that ace that's going to go seven innings, whatever it is. But you say, you know what, maybe another day we'll have you go in this tough spot and see if you can get out of this jam that you've created. But right now, things are going really well. Someone else is essentially going to get charged with a lot of that because they're all unearned rums. So, you know what, let's go ahead and let's go to the bullpen and And, and try to win the game.
0: And that's, you know, the reason why you can't do what I said at the beginning, which is totally pretend like the Rockies are fighting for the NL West because they're not. (laughs) And you can't, you know, it, it was also interesting because it's not like the Rockies have made it clear that they're showcasing John Gray for a trade either. So you also, you know, you wonder what are, because maybe if you're not worried about this guy being a part of your long-term future, you don't do what Patrick just said. You don't worry about that. You go, I don't know, prove it. Because if he comes out on the other side, it's a risk-reward situation. You come out on top, you can showcase that other teams. Look at this big spot he got out of, and he's got this great ERA this year. Come give us a lot for him in a trade. But if you think he might be a part of your long-term future, maybe you're trying to protect him a little bit more. So... You know that's kind of interesting. You might even just be protecting him for other teams and go, sure. "Look, if he can't get that's out of this way to, spot, yeah,
2: totally against yeah. the Padres." And again, we're only talking about Victor Caratini there. You know, but, good yeah. little uh, backup hitting catcher. But you go, hey, you know what? Let's let's not expose him too much here now. Let's have him keep rolling, and then you know if someone could blow the doors off totally. with an offer. And you know what? You can trade the guy and still bring him back as a free agent.
0: Right. Because what they have now with what happened possible. is plausible deniability, right? It's basically yeah, right. like, he didn't do it. Yeah. Robert Stevenson did <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> Which, man, that sucks for Stevenson. He's been so good this year. Yeah. It was a was terrible thing. Like I was but...
1: mentioning before, he's been one of the most reliable yeah. arms coming out of the pen. So. Feel bad for the kid, but I mean, there. I mean, Gray did make some uncharacteristic mistakes early on when you know he hit Austin Nola and. Um, That's he, what
0: undid it for him yeah, there for yes. sure. Was the hit by uh, hit by pitch? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think you know there were some things that gray did that you don't normally see from him, which I think also played into, you know, the decision to pull him. But, um, when he asked them after the game, you know, if he thought he should stay in longer, Gray said it was really tough. He felt good after the first two innings and then up through the fourth. And then after that, he didn't feel great. Um, and so that's maybe what the coaches saw, but I mean, I guess you never know in that situation, obviously you can't turn back time and figure out what would happen if it went the other way. But I mean, Gray did say himself that he didn't feel that great after the fourth inning. I, so. I mean, he
0: was clearly losing the touch. He had had pretty yeah. pinpoint command for the first four innings, and he was spraying the ball around, so I get it. But you want I, I wanted to see him battle through it. I wanted to – there was – I was—I won't out the person, but I was talking to somebody in the press box, and we were both basically saying, I want to see him get out of that mess. He made that yeah. mess. I want to see him fully own it one way or the other. And if he does give up the double in the gap, then he gives up the double in the gap. Those runs still aren't earned. His ERA you know? still is what it is, you know, yeah. so its it, it's kind of like – where the other side, the reward was so potentially big if he gets out of it. So I, what, that was one of the very few times this year where I've even bothered to go Mm, not sure I liked what the manager did there.
1: Yeah, but I will say, though, his fastball had great velocity. His slider looked super sharp. The slider so, was ridiculous. I mean, that slider is gorgeous. Ugh. His slider makes me feel the same way Austin Gomber's curveball makes <laughs> right. me feel. So and you got them both
2: today. I know, yeah. yeah. Got we, we, got to
1: watch, we got to watch them both. So Totally. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't think this is going to be a, a trend for John. I think he's going to be able to, you know, get out there and bounce right back and not, you know, make some of those little mistakes that he made today. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, he's going to be fine. He's I mean, he
0: certainly didn't have a bad outing by no, no, any no, means, no. right? We're talking about this one little moment that could have gone the other way, and again, that was the the majority of the runs that the Padres scored today in in both games came on that one pitch from Robert Stevenson that he just left right over the middle. Right. Uh, other than that, they did not do much damage to the rockies pitching out there today which is interesting so we'll we will toast our breck brews on this day to colorado rockies pitching uh sort of at least in the second two games you know what we mean (laughs) (laughs) so you you know you get a bigger one of these when you come down here to the dnvr bar if you're a member of the family you got to get it done subscribe to the dnvr.com you get as i said Discounts on hat shirts and masks, uh, the bigger beer when you come down here to the DNVR bar, access to all the written content. Plus, when you sign up for the annual, we'll ship you a free shirt from the DNVR locker and a free holistic s- stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at H O L I S T I K wellness.com. And once you've got your free sample just for becoming a member of the DNVR.com, then you can use promo code DNVR30 to get 30% off. Also, Save money with our friends at Gabby Insurance. Get a better insurance, easy to remember, easy to use, easy to do, costs you no money, costs you very little time, just puts more dollars back into your bank account. Go to gabi.com/dnvr. You'll spend less than ten minutes there. They'll give you a bunch of options on your home or car insurance. You're probably paying too much for it. I saved four hundred eighty bucks for the year. Our guy, our guy, easy for me to say, Eric Weedham, saved over a grand for the year. you gotta check him out. It really is simple, easy costs you nothing just saves you money one last time it's g-a-b-i goodness gracious i'll get it easy for you to say what was it what was it again g-a-b-i.com slash dnvr See, you got to you got to have somebody yeah. there to, to pick you up the way uh, <laughs> Ryan Tapia and uh, Ryan McMahon were picking people up with their defense there. In the Or, or rather picking the way people off the, picking people <laughs> off. Ah, hey, Padres with, with some interesting late base running decisions.
2: That was that very was strange. That, that definitely. Yeah, that, that gave the Rockies all the opportunities in the world because they it, it, again, the momentum had totally shifted. This did feel like June of 2019 when the wheels completely fell off and that four-game series where Wade Davis couldn't get three outs in a row pretty I much an entire weekend. I think
0: I to block that out of my mind. I'd totally forgotten about it until you said that right now. I'm having this horrible recurring nightmare of a, a series the Rockies should have won that could have changed the entire trajectory of their franchise. Yes,
2: that was a, that was a moment. That was one of the most... Uh, not toxic but volatile moments where it was awful we, i won't say who but someone slammed a door so loud and i was like this is
0: out of I'll the say ordinary who. it was the manager it was but i'd never seen bud black do that ever before not slammed before it
2: since. where he walked off and we go all right i guess let's talk to the players this is really <laughs> dark and then all of a sudden we got this jolt smash because he, he kind of saw you know what that that might be it for this team, and they did—they did not respond the way they should have. No. Um, but but this team did. This this team again did that thing. Blake Street spoilers. They spoiled the, <laughs> the Padres. Could have come in, left with three Ws, and say, "Hey, look what we did that the Giants couldn't do." Hold on a second. Yep. Josh Fuentes,
0: king of the game. By the way, we got to shout out our draft king of the game. Since I toasted my Breck brew to the pitchers, we got to remember how do you, when you drive in three runs. In a game where your team wins three to two, yep. <laughs> as, as nice of an <laughs> afternoon as as John Gray had, and as much as he's been a bright spot for the team, you got to give it to Fuentes. You know, like we talked about, it's been a rough year for him at the plate, but not not on this day, Patrick. That's the beauty of baseball, right? You never know. Uh, When you, I was kind of looking at Elias Diaz in a zero five six batting average two there with the bases loaded, thinking he had a chance to be (laughs) hero. You're like, he
1: battled, he put up a good fight, he He took that pitcher as long as he could go, and unfortunately, a catcher caught his ball in the infield.
0: (laughs) You know (laughs) how that happens to you You sometimes. Yeah. So. Yeah, it didn't it didn't happen for Elias Diaz to play the hero or Connor Joe or Raimal Tapia, who sadly I must say, mm-hmm. now you got to help me with the caveats on this. Did not get on base in the second game of the doubleheader, so he breaks a streak of 10 consecutive games on base. It's okay, how are we doing this? It's the fourth time this year he's he started, started a game
2: and did not reach base. Right. But he's still on 3
0: for complete full full length games. Yeah. Although he did get an extra at bat there in the eighth, so mm-hmm. I kind of, I maybe just got to eat this one. Do I yeah, should I just say uh, four? Oh, that's true. He did get an extra. AP. We were talking about we yeah. were talking about this ahead of the eighth. Yeah, and, alas, let's call it four. Okay, so so been. that yep. so the second game Still of impressive. the doubleheader, the fourth game all season that Rymel Tapia <laughs> started and did not get on base in any fashion, which is kind of brutal, uh, especially after having an opportunity to win game two with the bases loaded there late. So, not the best of afternoons or, or series is probably the, one of the worst series of the season for Tapia. Although
1: he did throw out Caratini. He did. Um, in, a big, in a big moment. So, he a contributed. Strange
0: 7 5 yeah. Fours out. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened, but he got, I mean, he did something that helped the Rockies in a defensive positive way. That was a big play. That was a big <laughs> it was play a big late. Play, yeah.
0: And the other big defensive play late in the win, of course, the throwout. So, Patrick and I, of course, were just bemoaning that the Padres made the second and third out of what it was ostensibly the ninth inning at third base. Yes. Um, But the throw and tag from Elias Diaz and Ryan McMahon, that's as perfect as you're ever going to see. McMahon playing some defense out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. The Padres had you know a runner at second and third, um, and then Cronworth got thrown out um, on his way home. So, <laughs> his way home, McMahon. <laughs>
0: McMahon coming up big on the on the throw home. And that was the big review was, yep.
2: was Elias Diaz blocking too much of a home plate? And yeah, he was in front of it, but it, it wasn't that egregious. And ultimately they go, yeah, all right. And again, in a play like that, you, you don't know where the line is of, like, how much can I get away with? Look, you're just you, – the ball's going to carry you into home plate a little bit there, yeah. which is what we saw. It is what it is. I'm sure Padres fans are lighting up Twitter about it, complaining.
0: <laughs> Deal with it. Sure, that, yeah.
2: Deal with it. They're like, ah, oh, man, they got rid of Nolan Arenado. We're going to come in. We're going to sweep these guys. Uh, not not exactly. Uh, not, not quite so we easy. we still got somebody that can do some big things. Decent third base. <laughs> we're still someone that can be who he is. Fuentes being Fuentes.
0: Fuentes was being Fuentes. McMahon was being McMahon. Yeah, yeah. John Gray being John Gray. Uh, you also, uh, unfortunately, had Daniel Bard continuing to be Daniel Bard. Now, this was a little Ooh. bit different. Asked him to work two innings. 60 looked good. He looks fine. He looked fine. You know, he, he threw, and I even said it when he did it, the, his first strikeout. There in the seventh with a slider that started. It looked like it was a fastball right down the middle. and ended up four or five inches outside. It's one of the best sliders he's thrown all year. And then he, it, it sort of comes apart again and, and blows the save. I hated the decision to throw the fastball with the runner at third, a two and two count, one out. He's been throwing a great slider. You've got a chance to bury one more. Hope the guy chases it. Maybe bury two of them, and if you walk him, you set up the double play. But he comes low and into the lefty with a fastball, pulls it through the, the pulled-in infield, and I just, uh. ugh. <laughs>
2: I thought he was going to do the thing that Mark Melanson couldn't do. Well, Mark Melanson did do it. He, he did still secure the game one win. But I was Barely. like, okay, Bard's going to kind of do the <laughs> same thing and go toe-to-toe. With another guy from Colorado, in in a sense, right, from Rick, Golden, Colorado, right? Mark Melanson, Mark Melanson, uh, and 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 close this one out, and uh, yeah, it didn't, it didn't work, but th- that was that showed a lot of confidence, um, by Buddy, in Barr, to say, hey, I'm gonna need more than just three outs from you against this lineup that, yeah, was missing Tatis Jr. and Hosmer and. You Will know, Myers. all the
1: good people. Five of them, Tony actually. Tony Gwynn
2: <laughs> was not Tony in the Gwynn lineup. Tony Gwynn wasn't in the lineup? Not Dave Winfield, Greg Vaughn. Nissen. But other than that, they had their first team guys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> ah. Other than the five key players from their lineup. They I mean, they still did else. have
0: their top four other than Tatis. Obviously, Tatis is usually up there. But they, they did still have. You know grisham machado fam the whole the, i mean but yes they, they they were the will myers obviously, honestly is is the one where the rockies probably got the biggest break because as much as those other guys are all better players on paper not at coors field not against the rockies they're not so not seeing will myers actually might have been the biggest break of all of it from a competitive standpoint yeah we were a little bit surprised
2: that this game went down the, the yeah the two
0: games right yeah. Only because,
2: I mean, again, this was somewhat of an unprecedented situation where you had so many guys, and and the case was getting worse and worse, where uh, Myers was available last night, right? He he was in the game.
0: Yeah. Came out. And they went, oh, he tested positive, like, late last night, early. And we were just like, oh, uh, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Maybe if this was against any other team, they they would have postponed it. But with the Rockies, who it did come out that they were 100%. They were 100% vaccinated, and now there's been some steps back if they are or not. But this did kind of set some precedent of like, look, there can be stuff going on, but we're still going to play the games regardless. And yeah, yeah hey, Padres were without their star guy. Too bad. So sad. Play the games. Even though San Diego's coming to town again later yeah, in the season. Yeah. That was an easy fix. But no, they said play the games.
0: I want, I want to echo, by the way, the sentiments of – A good friend of ours, multiple time guest here on the podcast, former Colorado Rockies pitcher, Mark Knudsen, who said quite plainly and quite frankly on Twitter, and I agree with him 100%. If at this point you are out because you tested positive for COVID, that ought to be treated like an injury that you get when you're away from the team doing something stupid and you don't get your pay and you don't get your thing and your team is just without you and they're just without you. Get your vaccine. That's all. But that's from Mark Knudsen. Former Major League Baseball player. He did so. also
2: say at the beginning of the pandemic that he had spit into his mask a couple times. So <laughs>
0: that's right, Mark. Mark we love Knudson, you, Mark. We love you, Mark. Famous spitter Mark Knutson says, "Get your vaccine."
2: <laughs> it is weird, and I only re- realized it recently because someone said it on Twitter. That. Baseball players are the only ones that just spit, spit all the time. All the time.
1: Yeah. It's gross.
2: Imagine
0: a a basketball player. Is that your. I still kind of do it. And I go, what am I doing? What's worse? What am I doing? This is kind of the would you rather that we were doing the other day, but now it's what's worse the spitting or the scratching in baseball? Spitting. The spitting.
1: I'd rather watch the spinning.
0: <laughs> really, in in a, in a pandemic world that we're in,
1: uh, they scratch both, away, they man. Both make me uncomfortable. Um.
2: Outside of the pants scratching. Kale, do you say. have a vote. That's, do we have a tiebreaker? I also, but
1: wait, hold on. <laughs> before you. Answer, That's a good. I would you it, rather? It I hate spitting. it when the batters do it, and they take like four extra seconds, and they have to step out of the batter's box and adjust, and then get back in the box. Just stay in the box. If you want to speed up the yeah. game, stay in the box. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the holding your bat up with your cup. <laughs>
2: like, but you, you,
0: you, you, you do
2: it outside of baseball Take it, remove the baseball element Scratching or spitting Well I then scratching for <laughs> sure Whoa,
0: I'm still going
1: spitting oh, for this podcast, oh, oh. And I'm a spitter chance? Oh, I, This might be a good time to transition to a manscape yeah, read If we have one Edit
2: that out It's the please. itchy
0: and spitty show
2: we, Kale, we gotta know Are you, what do you, What's worse, <laughs> what's more egregious I, I really don't know <laughs>
0: You need to have an opinion. This is DNVR. You need a hot take, Kale. Well, if you're a little too itchy and scratchy, then you might want to get yourself manscaped. Oh, we did <laughs> have a manscaped tree. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. bruh, 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 bruh. get it done Get yourself manscaped. you want to be smooth Thank fellas you, you do go. not you do not want to be the last guy who's not manscaped you don't want to be smelly you don't want to be grimy you don't want all that entanglement it's better for you it's better for anyone who's taking care of you and so get Manscaped. You gotta use that promo code DNVR, it'll get you 20% off plus free shipping. But get it trimmed up, get the lawnmower, get the spritzer, get the boxers. That one's mostly for you. Those things are comfortable. I'm yep, got them on right now. Super comfy. When you've got a double header and you know you're gonna be down and one of them goes extra innings, you gotta have your manscaped boxers. You gotta be manscaped so that way you're nice and smooth feeling good, feeling clean, feeling your best. And again, use that promo code DNVR to get 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. And I hope that that whole situation and today's win put a smile on your face, puts a big smile on my face, puts a big smile on Michaela's face, and our smiles are all brought to you by our friends at Green Mountain Dental. Though Michaela had a more recent experience with them, uh, being taken care of like family.
1: Yes, and I actually see them again on Monday. There you so go. I've become a frequent flyer at Green Mountain <laughs> Dental. This time, though, just to get my regular six-month cleaning. Obviously, a couple weeks ago, Dr. Ben and his amazing staff at Green Mountain Dental filled a couple cavities for me. So, I mean, they do it all. What else can you want from your dentist? They're not only really great at their jobs, but they're also wonderful people. Like Drew said, they treat you like family. Everyone from the front office staff to the dentist hygienist and assistants and dr ben himself know your name they care about you and they want to make sure that you're always on the same page as they are when it comes to your dental health so if you have a dentist go ahead and leave them and go to dr ben if you don't have a dentist definitely go to dr ben tell them that dnvr sent you i promise you you won't regret it i has been by far and away the best dental experience of my life and for once i can actually say i'm excited to go to the dentist on monday
0: boom how about that excitement yeah
1: I can't, I mean, when you love something, you got to talk about it, right? You got to, got to check them out. I love them. <laughs>
0: Get over there, check them out, just as Michaela did at Green Mountain Dental. Now, Mac, another thing, putting a big smile on your face. You hinted at it earlier, but we didn't really dive into it. Uh, today's starting pitcher for the Colorado Rockies and his gorgeous gombing curveball, Austin Blake Street Gomber.
1: You love to see it. I also love that nickname. It's I think, so good. Um, it's, a, it's a perfect nickname for the kid. But, yes, I mean, curveball is beautiful. He pitched five and a third innings, only gave up four hits, zero earned runs, a walk, and six <gasps> strikeouts. Ugly-ass
0: play from Charlie Blackman in right field. <laughs> oh, That was rough. Good. Chuck, we love you. You're one of the greats. You're probably number two all-time Rocky when it's all said and done. That was ugly.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but other than that, I mean, a great, great outing from Austin. I think probably one of his best of the season so far. His curveball is disgusting. I don't even want to know what it's like to stand in the box and look at that thing coming at you. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what else you want from the kid. He did a great job. And I think too, it was great to see, especially after his start in St. Louis, that probably did not go the way that he was hoping it to go. So when you get a performance like this out of the kid, you can't help but feel good for him because I'm sure that St. Louis performance was a little weighing a little heavy on his heart. And then he goes out there and puts up a a great, in my opinion, a great performance.
2: No, it was, you know, that April 26th start against San Francisco, Uh, in San Francisco where he didn't finish the second inning. Right, right, Give him nine earned runs. I mean, he's been pretty solid since then. Obviously, St. Louis wasn't ideal, but he's still able to go six innings. So today, you know, not a a true quality start. Course field quality start. Course field quality start. You take that. And and also, too, if you recalculate for the seven-inning game, I mean, I don't... Is it a no-hitter?
0: <laughs> How does the math... Yeah, I know he gave up the four, but it was but, only but, seven but, innings. Right, yeah. It was only and seven innings. You gotta, you gotta translate. You gotta carry the two. In the. Look out, uh, Ubaldo. Look out. Just, look out. Yeah, uh, he did look great. And to get into what Michaela's been talking about, this has been a sort of a sub-narrative I've been keeping my eye on throughout the year because I expect Austin Gomber's curveball to be fantastic in San Francisco and St. Louis and San Diego and these places. Is it gonna play at Coors Field? And we've seen a couple of times... It's played a little bit, but then he'll hang that one, right? Yeah. He's basically hanging one a game that's getting hit out. Bader got him in St. Louis. He's had him here at Coors. But today, you know, really didn't have the problem curveball. Not as good as it is on the road. It's never going to be. Folks, the science is there. The research is done. The ball moves differently here. But that doesn't mean that Austin Gomber has to be afraid of his best pitch. And what we saw today, as you were saying, Mac, was somebody confidently pitching yep. with something I'm sure he's been told a hundred million times shouldn't work here. Right. He's like, whatever. This is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Works enough for him, and it worked today.
1: And I think that's what you have to do, right? Like when you're a young kid, like Austin is, it's only is this his first his first full season in majors, right? Because he only did postseason. He for had Cardinals like half
0: seasons in St. Louis, yeah. so this will, yeah, his first his full first season. Full season, yeah.
1: Obviously, it's his first time pitching in cores full time. And mm-hmm. so, when you're a young kid like that, and you're going to a new ballpark, you're gonna obviously have to work through some of those new variables that are being introduced to your game that you wouldn't have had to work through prior. No no and so kidding. you know, like you said. There's all this research, all this data that suggests this curveball is not going to work here. And I think when you, you know, you have a potential, like something that has potential like that, you have to go for it. Like you just have to try. Like if, you know, you're throw you're constantly throwing the curveball and you can't get the movement on it and you're hanging it and you're just getting torn up and people are taking you yard, then obviously you need to make some of those adjustments. <laughs> make an but adjustment. Yeah. It's, <laughs> not- it's not happening frequently enough to where Buddy needs to go out there and be like, all right, kid, look, you gotta, you gotta figure out a different pitch. Like you gotta, this is not working. So I'm proud of Austin, I think that's, you know, that's the kind of confidence you have to have in yourself when you're in the situation that he's in. And I don't think you should ever give up on that type of pitch because you know, Coors Field factored into it or not, like it's still a great pitch. So I think it was awesome to see him have that confidence in himself.
2: He said he wouldn't give up on the curveball even if he was on the moon. Right. Yeah. He's throwing that curveball. Yeah. yeah. And as you talk about with the home runs, that was my biggest concern is a guy who's a fly ball pitcher yeah. coming to Coors Field. And a lot of the talk at the beginning of the season was, yeah, but if it's weak content uh, contact, it doesn't matter if the ball's in the air or on the ground. Yeah. And so far, that's been true. Yep. He's only given up five home runs this season yeah. in yep. eight starts for a fly ball pitcher. Yeah, he's getting the case. he's getting the swords. Uh, yet he struck out the side there. I think he went in the fourth. Yeah, fourth yep. or fifth. Yeah, he was real um, first good. two looking so again yeah he's he's been impressive and you know what and and what about this what if one of the last things the uh analytics slash laundry department <laughs> took care uh-huh. of on their way out was let's let, what if we did bring in a guy that's got crazy rotation has a crazy spin rate brought him in as an experiment let's see what happens okay they do it throw uh, Austin Gomber and the Arenado deal again. Rockies need to do some tinkering. They need to do some experimenting. Maybe this is part of Learns it. And if that's true, the, if that's true, they're learning a lot. And so far, it's been inv- it's been valuable information. I, I totally working. agree.
0: Like it's it's so fascinating, especially watching him throw the high curveball. That pitchers is like Adam Wainwright's the only other guy that I can think of off the top of my head who regularly purposefully mm-hmm. throws the pitch that starts above the zone and drops down into it for the high strike right at the. It's just, it's such a, it's a dangerous pitch to throw. It's dangerous, but he's implementing it, implementing it well. He's locking guys up. You see him start to move at fastballs that are five inches above the zone, Yeah. you know, because they don't know if that thing's going to drop or not. And I'm like, you're right, Patrick. I'm like, let's find out. That's what this year is about. And every time Gomber takes the hill, you're like, let's find (laughs) out more stuff. We're going to learn.
1: Maybe Austin Gomber can uh, teach Trevor Bauer a thing or two about spin rate.
0: Hey! <laughs> hey now. Somebody sent me a great uh, video. I got to find that again. I got to plug the actual person who did it. I, I just watched it the one time, and I don't know the name of the person, so I'm sorry. And I'll I, actually, we should have this person on the podcast, uh, on the show. Whoever did the video, uh, but talking about how actually. You know, some of the spin rates on fastballs that having lower spin rates on the fastballs at Coors Field seems to be working a lot better than having higher spin rates on fastballs. And that a similar thing may be happening this year with Daniel Bard's slider. Our friend Justin Wick over at Purple Row has been on the show a couple of times. Pitcher uh, talked a little bit about that, how actually extra spin on Daniel Bard's slider may be what's causing them trouble. So it's like, this is all very, again, this is all yeah. stuff you just need to learn about and, and find mm-hmm. out about. And I'm very curious, but I'll link that video. We'll all watch it sometime. I'll send it to the two of you and we can see The Rockies need that to learn about
2: it. Not, well, not necessarily
0: well, that, anyone right. watching,
2: but, Th- but the Rockies.
0: That's the point, right? Um, but right. Hermen Marquez and John Gray right. are actually two pitchers who have less spin on their fastball than a lot of other guys, but have good, you know, velocity and location with mm-hmm. the thing. Well, Marquez, <laughs> the location this year. He's, He's, He's supposed to. He's supposed to. <laughs> to. Great. Little rough, yes. Marquez, yes. supposed to. <laughs> right. Um, and, and that's been effective. So the, again, uh, and we've always talked about this, finding what does work here and what doesn't and differentiating those two things. And the Rockies haven't been great at it, um, but these are the types of things you hope they're learning.
1: Yes. You you would hope. You do
0: you do hope that that's the kind of thing that they're learning. Hopefully All
1: right. their pitcher pitching coaches aren't playing double duty as um bat boys or something like that. Y- yeah, right. <laughs> uh, sanitizing everything. Uh, right, I, got, I
2: got I got a quick good news, bad news. Good news, okay. bad news. Good news. Mike Trout has not reached base
0: twice this year. So Tapia's at four. Oh really? Not too far off. Toppy still got him in total hits though, right? I think so. Yeah. I think that's
2: all
1: about right. Toppy is the next Mike Trout. You Topia heard it here B first. Yes. I love this new Patrick. game we're playing, Topia Please B Trout. Well, that's why I had to look that up. I said, let, <laughs> let
0: me
2: see what Mike Trout's been doing. You all right there? <laughs> Kale had the bean burrito. You, didn't, you might have heard that uh, uh, off camera. Uh, Bad news is with t- with today's game two win, the Rockies missed an opportunity to slip into first place for, for the, first the 2021 overall first overall pick. Yeah. Who's, who's Detroit. Detroit uh, won their third game in a row. What beat the Royals, and had the Rockies lost, they would have moved oh. into sole position oh. of reverse first. I guess. So
1: the the Tigers have pick one.
2: The Tigers on are the thirtieth thirtieth best. Record. Dang, Rockies are twenty nine. On with
1: the Tigers. I know that uh, that's bad. disappointing. They've the Rockies won, and
2: we're now we're I bummed everyone out. <laughs> I said it was bad news. I said Good that was news, the bad, bad news. news.
1: I feel bad for the Tigers. My, my guy, Spenny Torque is with the Tigers. and uh, Not yet. doesn't He's seem like a system. great place to be. We'll uh, yeah. He's not Sun there Also, yeah. not doing well, though. He's gone like over for 30 at the plate well, in it, the minors.
0: Baseball's <laughs> hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay, Spenny Tork. Seawolves
0: are struggling right uh, now. In theory, huh? You know, it, it's rough out there. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. Uh, so, all right. I got one last one of these before we wrap it up. Got to thank our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Absolutely making it fun out there whether you're actually winning money or you're just enjoying yourself betting on things like who's going to get the most or not the most strikeouts. I wish you could just do that. Who's going to get more strikeouts? <laughs> I think mm. that guy. Uh, but the over-unders on strikeouts, over-unders on runs scored. Maybe you're going to pick who's going to hit a home run. If you had Josh Fuentes today, you probably made yourself some money. Uh, all kinds of fun stuff. Got to grab the thing. It's too far away. My eyesight's not what it used to be. I'm getting old up there.
1: It's Let true the people know about Green UFC Green Mountain Dental also has an optometrist in their office. So. Oh, really? Yeah, they got an eye doctor up there, too.
0: I got to get that done. <laughs> got to head out to Green Mountain Dental for the, the, the teeth and the eyes. UFC 262. Do you have a favorite in this one, Patrick, between Nate Diaz and Michael Chandler?
1: Why didn't you ask me?
0: <laughs> do you have a favorite in this one, Michael? <laughs> no, I, I don't know who any of those people I, are. I, I've never heard of
2: either <laughs> of those people. N- Nasty Nate Diaz is... is I would not. He's one of the scariest human beings in the world. Yeah. Uh, he he may have even gotten scratched from this fight. So uh, I do know Michael Chandler is definitively going to be fighting That's very someone. Very scary. <laughs> he's definitively going to be fighting somebody, and that is why that is my DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook pick of the week. Michael Chandler is twenty two five and zero, which means he what? doesn't tie. Yeah. He will either be beaten or he will do the beating. Uh, and so yeah, right now he's plus one ten. So he's going to be the favorite going against Charles Oliveira, but and, and so both guys really haven't been preparing for each other. But doesn't matter. The Chand Man, as we all call him in the MMA world, yeah. And I'm in the world. That's
0: what. Yeah. No, that's what I was. That's why I know assume. to call him the Chand Man. Yeah.
2: And that's why I, that's my DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week plus 110, Michael Chandler. And if I'm wrong, you can put me in a rear naked chokehold. If you see me down at the DMV R- right? bar,
0: yeah. All right. Yeah. I will take that.
1: That was a lot of words, none of which I understood. Rear
0: I will reverse juggle. it Ch- and put you in wing. a She's more of a chicken wing. She you know the, yeah. Chicken wing, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Nope,
1: none of that. <laughs> you might as well be speaking Chinese because I have no idea what you're saying right now.
0: <laughs> Even if you don't understand, though, you can still download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use your promo code DMVR when you sign up. You'll turn $1 into $100. All you got to do is pick a main card fighter to win. Place your bet. Watch the fist fly this weekend. It's code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 on select main card fighters for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put money
2: on Nate Diaz at UFC 263. He's going... He'll, he'll, be, right. he'll be coming up soon.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, now that you said he's really scary and he got scratched, I'm like worried about the guy. Like, yeah, no, I'm, he's
2: he's scary. <laughs> like like, one of those, he's what he's happened? one of those guys where you go, all right, he's so good at UFC It's because, you know, like he was kicked out of school in sixth grade and just he did it before he knew it was that a, tracks. A, a pro thing. That tracks. He's one of those troublemakers, but he's found an outlet.
0: All right. I want to close out on this. And all the talk this weekend, boy, did I hear all over Twitter and every broadcast and everything that I read about how the San Diego Padres were without their dudes. And shout out to your dude, Austin Gomber, and Spence's dude, Connor Joe. And, well, my dude, Ryan Maltafi, didn't have a great. And John Gray. My dude. My dude, John Gray. Josh Fuentes did pretty good. Josh Fuentes, your dude. So so catch ups on all of our, our dudes there. But the Rockies, believe it or not, we're without their best hitter. That's right. OPS Plus is the only stat that matters, and nothing else matters. It's the only thing that tells you who the best hitter out there is, especially in a small sample size. I'm I hope you're catching the sarcasm here. But still, their best hitter according to OPS Plus is
2: Tukupita Marcan. <laughs> I just had to say <laughs> You, it you had to get
0: one in. I had to get one Tuku. It's actually CJ Crone, the Colorado Rockies, have been without their best hitter this season, but also they've been without Brendan Rodgers all season they've been without Kyle Freeland all season and so they should be getting all or some or most of those guys back here in the next couple of weeks Uh, an injection of energy what are the things uh, Mac let's start with you that just in general you're you're looking forward to Uh, obviously Reds coming in over the weekend uh, for this team just the things coming up on the horizon here for your Rockies.
1: Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that they can, you know, turn their offense around, start generating some more bigger plays offensively. You know, they do they, – they play small ball really well. You know, they, they – managed to get on base sometimes um, <laughs> through Put like, that a lot on of generalizations. Shirt. Put that
0: on the shirt. The Colorado Rockies, um, they th- managed to get on base Well, We've, we've got the Rakes
2: shirt. Uh, check it out at the dnvrlocker.com. But now we got a Colorado. <laughs> they get on base sometimes. They get on base sometimes. A little um, clunky, but Eric will make it work. I love yeah, it.
1: so obviously I would love to see them You know, get some offense going. The Reds are sitting at 500, so they're not the best. They're not the worst. You know, it's a series that I think – the Rockies can take advantage of in some areas. Obviously, you know, Herman Marquez is going to pitch at some point in the series tomorrow?
0: That's, uh, the the it after? all got mixed up with the doubleheaders. I think you're kind right on that. It's supposed to be
1: tomorrow because Gomber went today. Right. So we just reset the rotation. Either way, if he goes tomorrow the day after that, you know, herman has been struggling a little bit lately, so I think this is a great series for him to kind of turn it around and
0: yeah, chi slated to go tomorrow, Marquez Friday.
1: Friday, okay, gotcha. And Saturday,
0: we don't know.
2: It, it could be Castellani,
0: Chili's Chassim. Could be you, the fan.
1: You might <laughs> no, be getting a call from Buddy <laughs> No, Why? it's not going to
2: be. Uh, it's going to get a spot start, and that's because this guy's in the rotation, but it's for the other team. It's Jeff Hoffman. Oh, that's uh, made right. his return to Coors Field on Sunday. He's pitched Welcome back, pretty Jeff. well. He's actually yeah, pitched He's had a decent well
0: season, yeah. You kind of hope he just... Has a nightmare game at Coors Field just for catharsis.
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with hoping that Herman Marquez can uh, turn the ship around a little bit, make the narrative go back in the positive direction instead of the. I like
0: that. He needs slightly, a good yeah. yeah, instead of
1: the slightly negative narrative that has started to swirl. So I'm gonna go with more home runs and more Herman Marquez.
0: I like that. I, like I do want to
2: see. I definitely want to see the offense get back on track again. Yeah. Reverse hangover. I, they, This is the hair of the dog. Maybe the weather ha- 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 had
1: something to do with it. It was dreary and sad and cold.
0: I, I agree with me
2: Or it could be they're <laughs> not that good, but it could be the weather. It's probably <laughs> the weather. It's probably the weather.
1: Actually, they're just really <laughs> bad, but it's the weather. also the weather.
2: <laughs> but, I mean, they're going against uh, Luis Castillo, All-Star. Very good. They're going against the most recent guy who threw a no hitter Wade Miley
0: now I'm not scared coming of up uh, but can we alright go, we, we got to no finish your point but then you know Jeff exactly Hoffman. where I'm going with this you know exactly the rant I was about to start I don't no I, I, don't, I don't know where you're going with this Wade Miley should be Wade Miley threw a no hitter and I root for history and I like Wade Miley you we've talked about him as like one of those guys. That's you right. Go, hey, I want him to a one year off deal. Season. Every offseason, every offseason, because so he's signed like a one year deal. Every so
2: year, he should be. Well, he'll be on the Rockies when he's ready to
0: hang him up. <laughs> That's right. Right. Go, All right. One more year. Thirty nine. He'll. He'll. Um, but I asked Michaela about this a couple of weeks ago, and her answer was two words. Or is what is Mushball one word or two words? I don't know. Mushball.
1: I'm gonna go with two. One. One.
0: Okay. All How right. About, let's compromise. It's hyphenated. Hyphenated. Because not only did Wade Miley throw that no hitter, that same night, Sean Manaya took a no hitter into That's the right. seventh inning, or Geez. a perfecto maybe even.
1: I think it was the eighth. Did he take it to the eighth? Into
0: the eighth. Yeah. So it's just like, okay, look, <laughs> I love pitching. I love great yeah, pitching. I love it. But w- the most no hitters that have ever been thrown in a year, I think it's like seven or eight.
1: Yeah, I'm tired of seeing no hitters. We're at
0: four? <laughs> and a. It- Technically a fifth
2: with with Mad bumps With Mad bumps that doesn't count
0: yet. So a couple of years ago, I was throwing a a gigantic fit about the juiced baseball and all these home runs, and the home run totals were absurd, and now I'm looking around at all these low ERAs and these no hitters and these games with no runs, and I'm like... (gasps) Can you stop messing with the baseball?
1: Yeah, no. It's so evident that something happened with the baseball again, except it went in the opposite direction. I don't know if they if how would you make the core heavier? Like how would it (laughs) I don't know know. how you would do it to make it in the favor of the pitchers, but
2: they changed the color of the yarn inside and that just 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 threw threw the whole thing off. But no, I'm
1: I mean, I never thought I would say this, but I'm kind of getting tired of seeing no hitters. Like, I think they're awesome and they're special, but when you're at uh, 40-ish game so far in the season, you've had four, technically five, no-hitters if you count Mad Bums. Like, come on. Something is going on. I think either Major League Baseball tried to, like, compensate for, you know, the, the, you know what I mean? The juice what am I trying ball. To say? Yeah. yeah, the juice yeah, ball. Totally. Like, they wanted to go the opposite direction. Sure, like, totally. All right, we got we to gotta, gotta make it up. It's like when umpires throw in a call that's like, you it's know, a total makeup good- call yeah, yeah, yeah. with the
0: baseball. That's it's a makeup exactly call, but right. <laughs> with the
1: baseball. Thank you. I'm having trouble articulating myself because I'm really heated about this situation.
0: It's <laughs> making 100 percent sense to me.
1: <laughs> it's like it doesn't. It makes it less special. Like now, I'm just like, all right, another week. Who's going to throw a no hitter this week? Like, it's just I don't know. I'm obviously I think something happened with the baseballs. Obviously, I think they're tampered with. But um, yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of it. It's not. It's not special um, anymore. And it's just, it's not a matter of when. It's just a matter of who. And that sucks.
0: True. Let's all pick a rando right now. Just guy who's going to throw a no. Just pick someone to throw a no hitter. I'm picking
1: Tyler Glass now because he's on my All Star team. Uh, That's right. He's on. Yeah, I want to shut both of you up for giving me crap for picking him. I
0: I thought it was a good pick. (laughs) A little off the board,
1: but I I I want you you to pick a guy who's
2: not an All Star. Yeah. Well, Glass now I don't think he's been an All Star yet. No, but he's he's gonna be. Yeah, he would have been one last year. Michaela's
0: got that right. Okay, so I mean, she, she I, I, yeah, I was gonna pick someone a little more random, to, but you're right. Like, who who's throwing the most? I was trying to think of the guy. Who's the guy for the the fish? Well, who let's threw play a, this game. uh random. Sandy Alcantara. No. Okay.
1: Through no Zach hitter. Gallin,
0: Trevor Rodgers. Zach
1: Gallin.
2: Jose Fernandez. No. Uh, Marlins.
0: Sixto yeah. Sanchez. Anibal Sanchez. Sixto Sanchez. No, you got the other. You got the right. the right last name. Anibal. I think he may have thrown it. No, I don't, he know, threw what he, threw it I don't know
2: what team he's with anymore. Nobody <laughs> knows what team he's with, but I'm I'm going to take, take rookie Ian Anderson. He was my NL Rookie of the Year pick for the for Atlanta. I think he's Ian Anderson game. will throw in. He Atlanta will throw in this season. season.
0: Give me Colorado native lefty Marco Gonzalez. Ooh, Seattle Mariners. Mariners. Yeah,
1: nice. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a rando to
0: throw a no-hitter. A guy who's got some good stuff, pitches in a pitching-friendly environment. That could be the closest the Rockies mm. come
2: to having their having another guy throw a no-hitter. Be- a Colorado native. Kevin Gaussman could throw because a no-hitter. Because he's a Colorado native. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Mariners are Seattle's natural. or, or are, the, are Rockies the Rockies' natural rival. Natural that AL means. rival. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Thanks. Uh, and also his father Frank Gonzalez is uh, is a coach within the organization that's right and has been so for a while so we'll take that Okay, he's going to celebrate. It.
1: Stop <laughs> I, throwing no-hitters. I want to see <laughs> I'm not. Come on. A
0: no-hitter's still crazy Stop. special. <laughs> Stop throwing no-hitters. I mean, it's
1: cool. It's cool when it happens and it's like history, you know, like the one for the Orioles was the first no-hitter in 59 years, obviously Tummies. when that happened for the Padres. I'm blanking on the right now. First one ever. First one ever and he was a he was a San Diego native, so True. I mean But if
0: like 14 no-hitters cool are thrown yeah. this year, is that going to make the Joe Musgrove one look a little yeah. Yeah, less, it kind of like,
1: diminishes. It no, takes away from the coolness. No, stuff. it's still
0: rare in the yeah, grand scheme. I mean, Even all right, yeah. there are 10 thrown
2: this year, we're going to re- still only remember six. And that's <laughs> fine, <laughs> that's but rare. it still doesn't take away <laughs> the specialness you're right. of it. You you're right. I know what you're saying, Michaela. You're like, well, it, it loses some of it. It's like
1: one of the hardest things to do in baseball, and they're making it look like I could go out there and throw an elevator. Here's the equivalency.
2: <laughs> Bill, Bill Gates Mikayla's got a ju- It's slider.
1: obviously, it's obviously exaggeration, but like, you know what I'm trying to say. Bill
2: and Melinda Gates are getting a divorce. Oh, brutal! And you go, oh my gosh! It diminishes how much Bill Gates is worth. There, really? There was a headline really? where it was
1: like, their kids are only getting ten million dollars. Jeff I'm
2: Bezos is like, oh. getting a divorce. Really? It yeah. doesn't diminish anything. So you know what? Give me ten no hitters this year. I want to watch so, people we'll go yard.
1: I like home runs. I'd rather have it the other way than the no hitter way.
0: Oh, that's an interesting. All right, Mikhail, let me let me float this 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 dilemma at all. Let me float this by you. So,
1: always. Let's
2: let's go let's go wide range real quick here. Cricket is a sport that takes
0: days, right? Yeah. Cricket. Cricket. You got to know what a crumpet is before you understand cricket. Cricket. I don't
1: understand cricket, but I know what it is.
0: You need a wicket. You need a whole thing. And they've
2: actually reduced it so that it's like a three hour game where they've they've condensed it. And people are flocking to that because they go, yeah, I can deal with this. It's not a full weekend event.
0: Uh, What if baseball
2: did something where (laughs) they essentially played a series in a day? Two seven-inning doubleheaders. And game three... Is a home run derby? Well, no. you Let's can shorten the there. light. How crazy or how Let's awful is that? Do that? I'm not saying <laughs> we gotta I,
0: I had a. We gotta get Solace Meds to uh, sponsor my old bit that I gotta bring back called Purple Hazed Ideas. I stole it from Bill Simmons. You remember when Bill Simmons used to do half baked ideas? Mm-hmm. I had Purple Hazed Ideas for out here. That that sir was a full blown perfect Purple Hazed idea. Just like. It it's far enough out there that you no you're 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 out of your mind. At the same time, it makes too much sense to totally ignore. You could you reduce go, oh. the season to four months, Max. Like
1: you're you, okay. Stop you know messing what, with baseball. This season, <laughs> I never thought this would ever come out of my mouth. This season has made me lean towards accepting a universal DH. Oh. I used to be so anti-universal DH. I didn't want to see it. I hated the idea of it but this season you know I'm like you know what I don't know if I would mind a DH in the National League especially since Taiwan Walker yesterday just stood at the plate and watched Did three Peters on a rope just sail <laughs> right by him why do
2: you want to um, see why do you want to see pitchers hit if they if they bat 090 why is that better
0: than it's tradition our Yeah, it's tradition
1: it's, <laughs> um <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <we're not>. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We but got- that, no, okay, okay, know, I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. We're about I'm to not trying to die Like so.
1: <laughs> but I'm just saying the lack of offense this season has been so frustrating and has made me go towards the side of almost wanting a DH in the National League, and that is almost, something I never almost. thought I'd say. You're not there yet? I was so far polarized on this topic where there I was like, time. never, Let never, ever. Come over. But I'm slowly working my way over to that side because I'm so tired of the lack of offense this season, so... That's how frustrated I am with this. Let the process on. play out. Trust the <laughs> process. Although watching on. watching Taiwan Walker take three heaters <laughs> a, on a rope so was kind of
2: Look like Henry <laughs> Rowengardner standing up there at the plate. It's like, oh, come on. He just
1: like stood there and he's like, I'm not even gonna swing. I'm not even try. I'm just gonna take this and go no, sit back in the dugout.
2: <laughs> shouldn't even have brought the bat with him to the nope, plate.
1: Nope. No. What was just the walk point? up there? Why was a bat? he holding
2: it at the, on the correct <laughs> end? <laughs> right. Just turn it just upside <laughs> down. Hang
0: it behind you. <laughs> just hang it back. Go, Larry
2: Walker. Hold it by the I mean, barrel. Totally put your helmet on
0: backwards. Uh, yeah. Just do it. Love that. Well. Leave the,
2: the batting gloves in your pocket.
0: <laughs> the Colorado Rockies were not swept. They were no. not. They did not lose their seventh game in a they row. They did not. They will continue to not be especially good this season. At the nope. same time, they messed up the Padres' day. Uh, That's not bad.
1: <laughs> You take it. We'll take what we can get.
0: <laughs> nice moment for Josh Fuentes. You do gotta be happy for him on the day. That's great. In the grand scheme of things, man. He needed that. Uh we'll see if it can spark a little run for him. He's he's fighting for a spot, man. We were talking about with the roster crunch when yep. Rodgers and Cronen and these guys come back. Fuentes just haven't been hit. You know, the, the the career starts to hang in the balance at he some could point. Could
1: be making a trip to Albuquerque. Yep.
0: So you you see him do that uh, on the flip side of things that are more, uh, forward thinking, good Austin Gomber, John Gray, you'll take that every time. So, uh, congratulations to the Rockies. We're not,
1: we got to do this
2: 120 more times this year, baby. Let's season. Joe, 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 Joe.
0: Thank you all for hanging out with us for the Connor Joe podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourselves as much as we have. Make sure you're following us on social media at Drew Creaseman at Patrick D lines at Michaela E Perkins. And of course at DNBR underscore Rockies got to check out the TikTok, the Instagram, the I don't know any Facebook. other social media, the Facebook, that's right, that's right. I know I see all you Facebook people out there. Hang out with us. Check it out. Uh make sure you're subscribed to the dnvr.com so you do get access to all of the written content. My 100% foolproof plan on how to fix the Colorado Rockies, all of that stuff, the discounts on the hats, the shirts, the masks, the bigger beer when you come down here to the dnvr bar, the access to the Discord channel so you can be chatting with us 24/7. And just continuing to be the absolute best baseball fans in the world out there. I promise you, we will continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons, Michaela Perkins, and Drew Kreisman in here. Oh, and Kale Sorbo, Tech Boy. I didn't give you enough shout outs. I can't see him today. Tech Boy's so tired. A, he's yeah, ready he's, to go home. He's back behind. We're all ready. We're all ready to pack it in after a long day of baseball. But thank you for joining us and being awesome. We'll see you next time at the ballpark. As if scored more than Padres.